0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine
1: months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a
2: pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvelous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks.
1: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here, here we go.
2: Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it!
1: This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm minding awesome pa pa, pa. I'm saying, lady, so what? It's the Malchester Odyssey. Can't remember which episode it is, but we've done loads of them, and we're going to do loads more, so if you don't like it, tough shit. Um, yeah, mind we... your own
2: business what episode yeah. it is, you fucking lampard. What are you even fucking oh, listening for? I, I need to know. I need to know what number it is, because I catalogue them all, you see, in order. Fucking hell. Listen. I have
1: a binder. I get a piece of A4 paper, and I write out the title, the date it was published, <laughs> and I do a three-paragraph précis of what was in- involved in the podcast. I colour-code them too.
2: I have a chart on the wall, and I have five highlighter pens, which my mother bought me with my vouchers from W.H. Smith. <laughs> and depending <laughs> on the topics discussed, I highlight them accordingly.
1: Fucking pricks.
2: So yeah, Pink it, is it, for it, a storyline involving Roy and Penny. Green is for when it's match action. Blue is when it is club management. All right, all right, fuck off.
1: And I also have a box filled with index cards, and I write down the different episodes according to the different subjects and keep them on the index cards so that I can cross-reference.
2: <laughs> what we're saying is, it doesn't fucking matter it's what really episode this is. And it doesn't, it is. Is that, is it, mind your own business, focus on your own life, right? We that The number of this episode is for us to know. And also, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference what order you listen to any of this shit in. I mean, jumble it up yeah. by all means; doesn't matter.
1: I might, I might actually stick this episode out as next week's episode number. I yeah. might miss a number just, out just to, fuck, just with to their heads. fuck with people. Anyway, yeah, I was thinking we could try and get through two um, weeks of Royal the Rovers in this one episode, but already it's not feeling as if we're going to. Um, right, so it's the Royal the Rovers best of the 1980s book. Two hundred and eight pages of Scorching Soccer Action and we are at the stage where uh there's a little headline, isn't it, at the top of each week telling you what about what's about to happen. A little preview. Mm. And there's just some speech marks and it just says, Look! Somebody it's invading the pitch. So obviously that's a lampard from the crowd.
2: It's always a lampard, like when someone does something like invade the pitch, right? Or do something mm. else fucking so stupid at football, right? Uh, I hate it when they go idiot there's always some mm. lampard going look at that idiot what's an I- what kind of mindless idiots would do something like that what's a stupid person and mm. you still sort of think it's not really a matter of intellect it's just more about your approach to life and yeah. that bloke's run on the pitch and i sort of think yeah hero because hero? at the end of the day right it's it adds to the entertainment and the spectacle right yeah i'm sat in the crowd i want to see fun and games right these Lampards who go, what an idiot, what an imbecile, what a mindless fool. It's like they'd like it if we we're all sat like in fucking communist China in rows, mm. politely mm. clapping, daintily clapping everything mm-hmm. that happened. The mad anarchy of the crowd is, you know, to an extent, part of the fucking fun and the show. Let the kids run on the pitch.
1: Well it happens on the telly as well, they they never show it, do they? They all say, Well, we don't want to give that idiot the oxygen of publicity, do we? So every
2: fucker at home is sat thinking. Fucking show show us. Fucking show us. Of course we wanna fucking see it, dickheads.
1: It's fucking Burnley versus Bournemouth seventy two minutes in, it's nil nil, we're bored shitless. Give us anything. (laughs) Yeah, let us see that fucking
2: naked guy with the weird long hair running about.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not about him. He's going to get banned for three years or indefinitely or whatever. So, yeah. you know, But he's you know, he's tried. He's tried to liven things up.
2: That's stupid as well, banning people. Like, you know, obviously there are some... I'm not saying all bans aren't justified. <laughs> you know, acts of extreme violence should, you know, be punishable with with bans because and you don't want bands. people like that in the stadium. But some bands are just so fucking stupid. You'd think that you're going to watch, you know, I don't know. You're up at the local fucking tennis club, like some of the things they ban people for.
3: I know oh, you' have been get...
2: banned for having a fag in the toilet.
3: Yeah, you're having you, a fag
2: in the you... toilet since they banned fucking uh, smoking. Yeah, say, so look, put that out. And if they still don't put it out, chuck them out, Right they fucking ban them for a year for having a cigarette in the toilet, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, I'm sure you can get banned for just having a bit of aggro in a pub three miles from the match, can't you? They'll arrest you. They'll just ban you. Fucking
2: hell. You've got to have an aggro map these days, which is where you get a map, ordnance survey map, of your stadium. You get a compass and you draw a three-mile radius circle. And then you find the pub closest to the outside of that circle and, and did, then you go you there and, you go there and start some aggro <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a minicab waiting outside the london stadium with the motor running and i jump yeah. in it and he, he takes me to the nearest aggro safe pub and yeah. i just go in and start chucking stuff about being it's rude you know
1: aggro aggro approved venue
2: yeah and of course the yeah.
1: landlord knows that you know and he's ready for it it's like oh, he's ready he yeah.
2: yeah so it's everyone's thing is, we're, we're all adults and we're all complicit in the aggro. Oh, I mean, is that, we're consenting aggro uh, ab- activists.
1: Hmm. I'm glad we've cleared that up. So as we say, it says, look, some idiots invading the pitch. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, at the top of this issue, it says, although Melchester Rovers had made a dream start to the season. I ah, They won 5-0 in the first game, didn't they? It's hardly a dream start. One fucking match. Uh, problems were building up for Roy. Super Brat Vic Guthrie had been sent off and then Roy signed Promising Scott Kenny Logan against his father's wishes. But despite being relegated to the second division, the Rovers were serving up some devastating football. I fucking think so as well. But we've been through that, haven't we? So uh, I don't know who they're playing, I've forgotten. Yeah, Railsborough, they're away at Railsborough. Um, there's a cross comes in. Is that Paco Diaz, I think, is crossed it in? And then Roy does a diving header. Uh, what a header from race. It's there. 3-0 to Melchester. It
2: Another, is a good goal.
1: It is. Another Lampard says, and the game is only 20 minutes old. Who says <laughs> that? How old's this game? <laughs> hey, mate, mate, how old's this game?
2: Mate, 20 how old's minutes. the game? Oh, I'm running a bit late. How old's the game so far?
1: <laughs> I'm 20 minutes old. <laughs> it's just a baby game. <laughs>
2: Um, he's got the key of the door, never been 21 before. <laughs> that's what I'm singing about the game. Because it's just turned 21 minutes old.
1: It's like when they do these uh, minutes of applause for like a fan that's died, if yeah. they died at the age of like 26 or something, they'll do it at the 26th minute. Yeah. In the 21st minute each match, we should all sing he's got the key of the door. <laughs> <laughs> to the game. Yeah. To the game every fucking week.
2: If I was a commentator, I'd have that, that up my sleeve Yeah. for if ever a player scored on 21 minutes. Yeah. He's got the key of the door. <laughs> it, he's never scored in the 21st minute before. Oh, hang uh-huh. on. No, our stats man have just told us he actually has, so <laughs> just forget everything I just said.
1: <laughs> That's proper Motson, that, isn't it? It's like I was watching that Brazil documentary thing and Motson and Socrates scores. Yeah. Oh, what is it? What, oh, what is it he says? I forgot what it was there, but it's a clearly a, play, a pre-planned line that he's written in the night in the hotel the night before. And that's you just like think, oh, um, fuck off.
2: That's like uh, Jonathan Pierce goes in for a lot of that stuff as oh, well. Oh god,
1: yeah, yeah, he
2: loves it, doesn't he? And mm. pundit wise, Lawrenceson is the king of it. Lawrenceson yeah. used to love having a load of puns, word mm. plays up his sleeve, didn't he?
1: But I've got so much time for Lawrence and we've t- We've discussed this before yeah is fantastic if it's a shit yeah, game he's he'll just a, he's he'll, a grumpy old bastard he yeah. doesn't give a shit yeah. yeah he'd use he'd use the key to the door wouldn't he oh,
2: yeah. oh he's got the key to the door <laughs> and then there's always a tumbleweed moment after it that,
1: yeah
2: again Respect Lawrence,son because he just lets it breathe. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. care. He knows there's a tumbleweed, but he doesn't get all, like, worried and start covering yeah. it up by talking yeah. quickly. He's just like, yeah, take it or leave I'll it. Const- put that
1: there, that shit. Fucking you either it get it, it you or want. you
2: don't get it. If you do, good. If you don't, fuck off. Couldn't care less either way.
1: I'll do another one in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I like like a
2: man or a woman with the balls to tell a truly unfunny joke and then just fucking brazen it out.
1: Stink the room out and then just fucking sit back and watch.
2: And just stand there afterwards with your hands on your hips, grinning.
1: (laughs) 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 So we've got the home team, Railsborough, it says, we're utterly bewildered by the pace and power of Rovers football. Um, (laughs) And Racy is fucking... He plays it out white to Jimmy Slade and Racy. as he does it. He thinks, I may have problems off the field, but everything is rosy on it.
2: (laughs) Classic (laughs) Racy.
3: End of the day.
2: End of the day. Off the field problems come and go. And they don't fucking matter. As long as I keep sticking them in the fucking onion bag, everything (laughs) else will look after its fucking self. Because the money and the endorsements and the fanny keep rolling in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a well-oiled machine. He um, yeah, he plays out at Jimmy Slade and he, he shouts, "Quick one, two, Jimmy Slade!" As he does so, a uh, Reesbrough defender slides in, misses Racy completely, and goes, "Ah!"
0: <laughs>
1: and Jimmy Slade does does what he's told, does the one two, <clears throat> and then we get a close up after that of Roy. It says, for a change, Roy used his right foot.
2: I think Um, I'll mix things up a bit. (laughs) And
1: he he blabs it in past the keeper and he shouts, get in there, as he fucking does it.
2: Have some of that prick.
1: (laughs) Pick the fucking bones out of that cunt. (laughs) Uh, A a, a crowd member shouts, yes, Racy's hat trick. And, of course, we've got that goalkeeper with the very, very thick black hair who we discussed about two weeks ago, I think, now.
2: Yeah, Wolfman.
1: Wolfman with the very, very small forehead. Mm. And the uh, the actually, Which the Railsboro defender looks the spit of Kevin Keegan. a look I'm going to fucking send the he's...
2: picture of this Wolfman bloke to my dad.
1: See <coughs> what he thinks. With a,
2: with a message going, what do you think of this bloke? You, and then I'll report back on the pod what he says. <laughs> you know what he says if I do things like that to him he'll go this is literally what the sort of thing my dad responds to when I send shit like that he'll just write I suppose this is one of your jokes is it
1: (laughs) 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 he assumes you're trying to fucking do him somehow
2: yeah he does and it's always like a disdainful I suppose this is what uh, you perceive to be amusing (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Con. Not me, though. (laughs) Not I. Uh, You're as stupid as the wolf, man.
1: (laughs) I know what you want me to say here, and I'm not prepared to say it. So, um, yeah, he's put it in. Race hat-trick. Kevin Keegan, lookalike, has got his hands behind his head in despair. So it's 4-0. And then someone's invading the pitch. And as it says there, one of the Lampard shouts, "'Look, somebody eva- somebodys invaded the pitch!' And it's our old friend Trevor Brinsden again, Melchester's super fan, uh, and he's jumped over the advertising hoard and he's running up the pitch and he's shouting, "'What a goal! What a player!'
2: Fucking hell.
1: And he's running towards Racy, and he shouts, "'Wahoo!'
2: Um, and Racy's <laughs> like, "'Oh, fucking hell, who's oh, this hell.
1: Con- He shouts, "'Wahoo! There's only one Roy Rice!' Oh, and Racy turns around and he's like, "What, Jesus the-?
2: Christ!"
1: brinsden has got his arm around Racy. It looks like he's bumming him. Actually, he's got his arm round his stomach and he's rubbing his hair. And uh, Racy says,
2: get, "Hey, get the fuck off my barnet and get your <sighs> groin away from my ass,
1: <laughs> my beautiful ass."
2: Let me tell you something, me and Blackie we we're playing in the European Cup a couple of years ago against some Turkish team and one thing led to another after they went out for a few bevies, you know. And I tell you fucking downtown Istanbul on a Wednesday night in June is a fucking good good night out. But <laughs> For reasons I can't go into here, me and Blackie ended up doing two nights in a fucking jail out there, right? <laughs> and believe me, ever since I do, any fucker, any male's groin comes in the vicinity of the race ass and, and there's fucking alarm bells ringing. I don't take kindly to it. I will lash out.
1: Have you seen that film, Midnight Express? <laughs> because I tell you what, compared to what I went through, that's like an episode of the fucking Wombles.
2: And Blackie had it worse than me, truth be told. I mean, I got more of the attention, like, because of my good looks.
1: Because I'm blonde.
2: Uh, But, you know, at least I'm an alpha male. I'm able to sort of, you know, I was able to establish some authority in the cells quite quickly, like. But Blackie in a situation like that is a fucking lamb to the slaughter. I protected him as best I could, but I had my own ass to think of, didn't I? <laughs> so in the end, if I'm honest, I had to fucking almost give him over to them.
1: I, I, I'll say it. I'll use the word. I sacrificed him. That'll be done.
2: <laughs> and, you know, he took one for the team. Right, look, right, I tell you what, it was more than one. And it, and it weren't for the team either, it was just for me. But Blackie's a good lad. He's a good lad. Right. He's learned
1: from it. He's had counselling. He's all right now, I
2: think. Yeah, I saw him all right when we got back, you know. I mean, I took him out for a good meal up the feathers, right, and we shook on it.
1: Chicken in a basket.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I digress. Trevor Brinsden. <laughs>
2: Trevor
1: Brinsden, I thought I'd sorted you out in that tournament in Scotland. And Princeton goes, So it was you who informed the police. Oh, never mind, Superstar. So he's just found out that Gracie grasped him up but he's all right with it.
2: <laughs> I grasped you, you cunt. <laughs> oh, I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. You're supposed to find Trevor Princeton like an intimidating football hooligan, but he is a fucking weirdo. He's like, what's his name? He's like Robert De Niro in King of Comedy or something like that, isn't he? Yeah. Or that yeah. Alan Partridge superfan.
1: fan. Yeah. Yeah, he's not tough at all, is he? So He's um, creepy. He's, he's, he's running off and uh, he shouts, after a goal like that, I'd forgive you anything. I'm still your greatest fan, Racy. And he runs away and uh, Race shouts, with fans like you, Bridgerton, who needs enemies? <laughs> Which is uh, something, I suppose. Um, and the ref shouts, get him off! <laughs> as a as a, a Bobby, a Bobby runs onto the pitch to intercept Brinsden and
2: blowing his lead fucking him away. whistle.
1: So here's a question for you, Sam: Would you ban Trevor Brinsden after that? Uh,
2: you give him a three-year ban? No, after I wouldn't. That? I wouldn't. I mean, I do think he needs to be punished.
1: Well, um, well, well, well. How are you proposing to punish him then? As you saying you're going to ban? Give bans.
2: Him a, I, I wouldn't give him a lengthy ban. Tag him. I, what? I'd, yeah, I'd tag him. <laughs> um, I'd tag him and I'd give Roy Race a personal monitor so he yeah. could track Brimsdale at all times and know if he's with, near him I'd right. probably say do you know what I'd do in all seriousness I'd probably let the old Bill deal with it I, if, if I yeah. was in charge of the club I wouldn't ban him from the club because he's a fan but I would probably um, try to encourage some sort of um, what do you call it uh, an injunction or a, what do mm. you call it a something order a ban with- no, a, a something ordered from him coming within a radius of Roy Race,
1: right? Okay. But I wouldn't make
2: it a mile radius. A I'd say do order. not ca- a banding, I'd say don't come within hmm. five meters of Roy Race anymore because right, okay. it's not on. You're fucking weirding him out.
1: Yeah. Well, I think your mealy-mouthed liberal attitudes have been shown up there <laughs> as the nonsense that they are. Yeah. To be quite honest, but um, yeah. Never mind.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Jalapeño.
0: So
1: it says then, uh, move up the next side of the page. Trevor Brinsden vanished into the, cu- into the crowd before the stadium police could catch up with him. Well, these are different times. of CCTV everywhere now. And I like to think that the, the, the kind of level of the crowd that we've got here, they would give him up, probably. They'd, yes. they'd all grass him up There he, he, he is.
2: There he is. Quick, get seize
1: him. him. Seize <laughs> him. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. I'm sitting on him now. <laughs> Wait could, for it, an officer to easy, arrive.
2: It was easier to do a TTFN in those days, though, wasn't it, without the cameras? You could just yeah. peg it and get away and from no police. Seats
1: either, was he? he just run through the crowd. Yeah. So there he is, he's gone before the police catch up with him. Uh, but then uh, Blackie appears just as they're going off at half time and Blackie appears with a word of a word of warning, a word of caution and he says, uh, says to Roy, Princeton means well, Roy, but he's a fanatic. The kind of fanaticism which could stir up rival supporters. So? I
2: didn't like the way he touched you, Roy. I didn't <laughs> like the way he invaded your space.
0: It he pawed you turkey. like you're a
2: piece of meat, like you, like you were his property. I didn't like that. That didn't sit well with me, Roy. <laughs> Not just anyone should get to touch you. I mean, I understand you're married with Penny and you have certain marital obligations to her. So I'm willing to turn a blind eye. But <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but that won't stand. That doesn't sit well.
1: I was watching a documentary on BBC Two, and this this woman says that we've all got our invisible bubbles, and we all <laughs> live inside these bubbles, and no people should come close and penetrate our bubbles. And I think that's what's happened there with Briston and you.
2: He's penetrated your bubble, right? And I'm not going to
1: stand for that. <laughs> oh, right? Can I ask you something? We're falling up. Would you be prepared to substitute me at half time so that I can go and track down Trevor Briston
2: I'm beating to death. I'll get, me, I'll get a sock from the kid man. I'll fill it with gravel and I'll fuck him beat him to death till his brains spill out right. I'll do that for you. It's the only safe way to deal with people like him. <laughs> a gravel beating.
1: <laughs> it sounds horrible, but it's actually honorable.
2: It's actually the humane thing to do. <laughs> I've done it once with a fox, I clipped his rear leg when I was on my way to training. And he was in a, he was in a, I pulled over, he was in a lot of pain, Roy. He was in a lot of pain. He was making this strange high-pitched howling noise. And I thought, I'm nowhere near a vet. I've got to finish him off. So I got some, a sock that I had in the car, in my kit bag, like, and I filled it with some gravel that I also carry around in the car. Just in, case, Just in of case, situations like this. <laughs> and I packed it real tight and I smashed that poor fox's head, head, head in. It was mush in the end. There weren't even any, even his bone cartilage had been rendered powder. Right, on this country road. Again and again. Once I
1: started, I couldn't stop bashing. Bash, bash, I'm, bash. I had to be sure, Roy. I had to be sure. <laughs> It
2: was the only thing to do. It was an act of kindness. That's what people don't
1: see. It was an act of kindness,
3: right?
1: <laughs> Afterwards I hooked him. I hooked him for about 30 minutes. Till His I was remains. covered in the blood and brains myself.
0: <laughs> I was
1: talking to him. I know he couldn't hear me, but I was talking to him, telling him he'd gone to a better place. He got to Fox Heaven. We're, I told
2: we're... him I loved him and that's why I'd done it. <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna tell Princeton as well. But I want you to know, Roy. <laughs> I want you to know. I'd never do anything like that to your penny. <laughs> she's too She's too precious. I would she... never hurt a single hair on her head.
1: She, she's off limits, you gotta trust me on that way. <laughs>
2: All right, all right, Blackie, calm down. We'll continue discussing this after the match. Come on. I know, I, I see what you're saying, Blackie. I see what you're saying. It's all right, but, you know, let's just leave it till after the game now.
1: Let's <laughs> just finish this off, get the three points in the bag, and then we'll <laughs> worry about Brinsley later on. And as Roy just simply replies, Right. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get another one of those close-ups of Roy's floating head oh, yeah. where he's delivering a message to the he's nation, angry. isn't he? Mm. To the readers. He says, And I won't tolerate oolganism in any nope. shape or form. Another outburst like this, and I'll have Brinsden banned. There you go. Banned from watching the Rovers for the rest of the season. So, not as liberal-minded as you, Sam. He's going to bring out the ban. Nah, well, uh, or have much more. Blackie.
2: He's murdering. Roy Race is a much more draconian figure than I am, but it was different times.
1: <laughs> I suppose it was different times, yeah. Modern Roy in the new version that you're currently reading, I don't think he would
2: Oh no, in no way. He's like he's Maybe so he woke. would
1: ban, because bannings are far more frequent now, but he definitely wouldn't uh, He'd start out- a Twitter authorize...
2: dog He'd start a Twitter dog pile.
1: Yeah, he he wouldn't authorise the, the gravel in the sock. I don't think he a Twitter dog pile I mean.
2: and try to get Joe Brinson sacked from his job. Yeah. Which is probably yeah. quite a low paid boss. job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which he really needs. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Brinson has a job. I think Brinson does this. He's a he's one of them kids used to be in documentaries in the early eighties who were on the door permanently. Walking around. Starting on a wide
2: it. shot of him walking down an in a, a decaying inner city street, hands in pockets, yeah. kicking a a stone mm. along.
1: Yeah. This is Trevor Brinsden. Trevor Brinsden is 20. Trevor Brinsden is unemployed and bored.
2: Mm. Well, there ain't no jobs around here. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, sometimes we might hang around smashing in windows or whatever. But, you know, people say you shouldn't do, do it. But it. What, what am I supposed to do? You've got to do something, innit? not I'll,
1: I'll get out of bed about 10. I'll go out <laughs> to the cafe, about half 11, have a cup of tea. Toasted sandwich, they've got one of their Breville toasted sandwich makers yeah. in there. I usually have cheese and beans. Yeah. And, uh, and then after that, then it's about one in the afternoon, I'll smash some stuff up. <laughs> uh, I'll go home, have a kip.
2: Go, go, sniff some glue. If I can find, I'll go to the, to the dump. If I can find any glue or paint hanging around, I'll have a sniff on that with my mates. Make me yeah. feel a bit funny. Go home, sleep it off. That's have it. a bit of tea. Have some special wake up, brew. Wake up in time for Crossroads. Watch out with the old deer. Right? If she's not already asleep because my old deer's alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, used to love those documentaries.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he must have seen Made in Britain. with. Um,
2: yeah. Fucking great with Tim, Tim Roth. Roth. Yeah.
1: And uh, and the fella who was in the bill. He plays his social worker. What was he called again? Oh, yeah. Then? yeah yeah the fellow with the big nose who was in the bill yeah Jim something don't know anyway um, yeah so Roy's gonna ban him uh, it says there were no more incidents in the second half as Melchester added two more goals through Paco Diaz and Jimmy Slade uh, and one of the fans shouts what a team if they keep playing like this I just can't see them losing <laughs> another one says they could break every football record in the book <laughs> fucking fuck off they're gonna get beat eventually As the triumphant rovers return to Melchester, they're on the bus there, in the dark, um, singing, We are the champions!
2: Uh, Fucking hell, it's only their second game, innit?
1: Previous, innit? Fucking hell, yeah. And they're saying, We all agree, Melchester Rovers are magic! Ha 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 They're all fucking laughing. Dickies. These these cunts should be ashamed that they're even in Division 2. It's disgusting. Um... Blackie noticed that Roy was in a subdued mood. Roy's got his, his uh, yellow uh, polo neck on and his green jacket. Yeah. Blackie is in his blue uh, suit and tie that Vic Guthrie was wearing in the previous episode. And then um, Kenny Logan had it on and it's now been passed on to, to Blackie by the looks of it. Uh, he says, cheer up, Roy. Maximum points so far. And we're going to be on television soon. You fucking footballer. You're on television every fucking week. <laughs> What's the big deal about being on the television? I can't believe it. I've fucking made up. I've called my mum and everything. <laughs> you got to be on the telly. Uh, Roy says, I the magic of Melchester. And then we've diverted away back to the documentary that's been made. That's oh, a drama yeah. series, isn't it? It's not a documentary.
2: Yeah, I'm confused um, as to what the nature of the show is because they've got an actor playing Roy Race, but all the other players play themselves. Mm. So it's fucking it's all- confusing.
1: Lots of strands all coming together here. Yeah, uh, it says uh, since it had been decided to make a television series of the Rovers, a television camera was never far away. Uh, and uh, Roy says, It isn't very magical for me. Elton Blake, the star of the series, thinks I'm trying to get rid of him. Um, Duncan Mackay says, You ought to let your cousin Arnie Meckoff audition for the part.
2: So, <laughs> fucking Royce <laughs> told
1: them all about Arnie Meckoff.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's um, I think it's Jimmy Slade. There, slating says, his own cousin to all of his colleagues. <laughs> yeah,
1: that cunt cousin of yours uh, get him involved.
2: Fuck it <laughs> Remember I told you about that Aussie cousin I had? Yeah, <laughs> cunt's turned up round my house, hasn't he? I'm not going to be able to fucking get rid of him now.
1: <laughs> um, and Jimmy Slade says, "How's he coming along at home, Roy?" And then <laughs> Roy says, "Uh." I'm a bit puzzled actually he hasn't tried to borrow any money from me yet and he says he's trying to find a job so maybe he's changed a bit since I last saw him I mean ideally Arnie Mekef would uh, join forces with Trevor Brinsden that would be the dream but that's yeah. not going to happen but what does happen is uh, as the coach rolled into the outskirts of Melchester Roy shouts hold it stop the coach I want to get off he's sure he, he <laughs> needs a piss <laughs> I need a slash. Fucking stop, now. <laughs> and someone much. Oh, what's the matter, Roy? But no, it's not that. He gets off the coach uh, and Blackie says, he seems to be heading for that empty shop because mm. uh, there's a shop there and it's cutting big letters on the front. A. Mekith. So Arnie's got him, gone and got himself a shop somehow. I fucking,
2: I fucking love that though. I mean, the ball's on Neck he's turned up from Australia <laughs> without even giving any forewarning, moved in at Roy Race's house, and then within yeah. days, he's got his own shop with his name emblazoned across yeah. it on the high street. When I'm I first saw this, shop, I mate. thought, I've done a lot of different things in my career, but one thing I've never had is a fucking premises with S Delaney splashed on the fucking front of it, right? And as soon as I saw this, I thought, fucking hell, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Even if it's somewhere that I just sit in, even if I rent somewhere. I mean, mm. you know, after this crisis over, if there's some commercial properties free on my local mm. high street, I might rent one. And just put S Delaney out front and just sit mm. in there with a microphone and a laptop, like you doing do my podcast, podcast with you every day. Because, you, you yeah. know, you know, I've been looking for a space, a private space to do this in for a while. I need, just think it? it's fucking great, isn't it, to have a shop like that.
1: Yeah, most people yeah. have offices. Fuck that, get a shop.
2: Yeah, yeah most and, and also, what like, doing. you know, I tell you what's really annoying. Nowadays, everything's got to have a fucking name that sounds like an app. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. can't start a business unless it's called you know pods pods p o d or p d z do you know what i mean p 4 d z or something like yeah. that and everything's good it's got a, of a brand right this bloke <clears throat> he's just he's just giving it his name a mekif. so there's something cryptic it's there's something mysterious if i like in the old days every shop and every bar was just the name of the proprietor right of course yeah and and uh, nowadays, it's got all this silly branding. But what I like about it is the mystery. You see it. Like, I'm, I'm walking down the street. I see a shot. It just says, A. Dawson. I'm thinking, mm. but it says nothing about what you sell. I'm like, mm. I'm going to have to go and have a look inside.
1: I've got to go and look. Maintain some and, mystery. And I have went and look, and it's fucking dog porn. Fucking yeah, you've
2: hell. i got a lot of dog porn in there. I wish I'd never fucking <laughs> ...down my there curiosity. Again. Wish I'd never stepped foot in the place. <laughs> Changed my life forever that moment. <laughs> now I'm complicit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we don't know what Beck have seller, do Because Roy marches across to the shop and has a look. And he's uh, furious,
2: Roy, as well. He's such yeah. a cunt. I think Roy is that guy in the family, right? Because he's a cousin. He's that guy in the family who loves to be top dog in the yeah, family. Yeah, he's control freak, right? isn't he? Yeah. So at Christmas. And all the other family get-togethers, he's the one who's calling the shots. He's mm. the one with the money. He wants to control everything. And he wants to slightly look down and condescend to the other people in the family, right? Yeah. And fucks yeah. It, and, and most of them are happy to do it, right? Because most of the other race clan are fucking idiots. And a lot of them are just happy for Roy to pay for everything. So they'll go mm. along with whatever he says. But mekif has got a bit about him. And it fucks Roy off. Why should it matter? That Meckiff's got a shop. He should be applauding him, not fucking throwing a tantrum about
1: it. Eh? Wow, nah, we don't know. He might be selling dog porn. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so Blackie says he seems to be headed for that empty shop, and Noel Baxter says uh, it's not empty now. It looks as if someone has just taken over the lease. And it looks
2: like there's dog pornography being filmed in there. <laughs> Come on, lads,
1: let's go and have a look. So it says a hey, Meckiff, and then there's posters up in the window, but we can't make out what they say. Yeah. I think one of them might say "super" or something, but it's, super you, you can't tell what it is. Inside. But Roy has got his head above his hands in almost despair, and it says, "No, Baxter was right." And Roy thinks, "So this is what he's been doing. I might On. have known." What the heck is the crafty devil up to now?
2: Opening a fucking shop without my say so.
1: And that's the the, the cliffhanger because we don't know what the shop is or what he sells what it's going to be, Um, and we're going to find out next time. But it does say next week, more problems for the Melchester Superstar. And they do appear to be piling up quite a bit. So um, I can't wait to find out what's in that shop. But We'll have to wait a week. I'm not even going to look. The
2: mind boggles. And to any business people out there, bear it in mind, it's a good idea. If your shop is cryptic and mysterious, it Mm. attracts more attention.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And if you are that's, selling dog porn, you can go under the radar a little bit.
2: That's the mekif um, marketing method.
1: The Mekith way. Yeah. So that's it. How many marks out of 10 are you giving that one, Sam?
2: I'm going to give it a nine.
1: It's a nine for me as well, definitely. Didn't quite reach the height of a, a full 10, but a very, very strong one. had mark. a lot Lots going, going on. on. It a lot did. going on, yeah. So next week, Good. I guess we'll find out what's happening in the shop. And, you know, more shit off the field for Roy, probably. Um, yeah, it's... Brewing up quite nicely. Big storyline coming up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks Good for listening, stuff. everyone. Join
2: us next time. We love you yeah. all always. But that said, keep it take I
1: don't think we love all of them.
2: Nah, we love some of you, and the others. Well, you have just got some work to do.
1: Try harder.